Welcome, this is Pastor Lou Florio. I'm your host for Two Penny Blog, but tonight we're going to offer you something a little bit different. During the season of Lent, my congregation is sharing in Lenten Compline, or Night Prayer, where we are going to focus on living the disciplines of Lent. This week, we're going to explore the theme, Welcome to the Struggle. I hope you'll join us each week as I share these recordings. Let us now join our worship. Teach us to follow your ways. Assure us 
all who call out to God shall be saved. In Jesus, God comes to you again and again and gathers you under wings of love. In Jesus' name, your sins are forgiven. God journeys with you and teaches you how to live in love. Amen. Amen. Please remain standing for the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said, Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life. And that day does not catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Every day he was teaching in the temple, and at night he would go out and spend the night on the Mount of Olives, as it was called. And all the people would get up early in the morning to listen to him in the temple. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Please be seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, it's good to be with you this night as we begin our Wednesday Compline services or night prayers during Lent. Each Wednesday, halfway through our work week, we're invited to pause from our busy schedules in order to pray together. In doing so, we may be refreshed and renewed both through our being together physically in the sanctuary or even through the Internet when it works but also through the communion with the Holy Spirit and the entire church, preparing for the remaining weekday that lie before us. Through our communal worship, we testify in faith that we are not alone, that the world with all its troubles is not alone. As the night draws darker, we do not withdraw with fear. We reach out to the light, which is already piercing the darkness to reach us. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Nothing, no pandemic, no war, no sin, not even death can separate us from his love. And so we can leave this gathering ready for a peaceful, nice rest. We can sleep well, for God is awake. As we go through our weeks that lie ahead of us, we might feel like a pitcher of water slowly pouring out. And if we wish our vessel to continue to overflow as a blessing to the world, it needs to be filled again and again. So we try to eat right, maybe exercise, and be good stewards of our, stewards of our bodies and our relationships, one another. Yet life can still seem like a desert. The living water we most thirst for must come from somewhere outside of ourselves. And so we gather and pray. For as Lent seeks to remind us, our earthly struggles are true. They do exist. Yet we are also faced with spiritual struggles as well. We doubt. We grow afraid. We worry over things that we cannot control. And yes, we sin. And so as Lent began, pastors and priests commended their people to a holy Lent across the denominations of Christendom. They do so with words such as these. As disciples of the Lord Jesus, 
We are called to struggle against everything that leads us away from the love of God and neighbor. Repentance, fasting, prayer, works of love, the disciplines of Lent, help us to wage our spiritual warfare. Now, as I said, we will discuss each of these disciplines as we move forward through our Wednesday gatherings. These disciplines are not meant to burden us, even as they might challenge us or test us. And as with testing, they can make us stronger. And they can help us find what might have been lost in our daily hustle and bustle. Faith can be restored. No, we cannot force ourselves to believe, to trust, We have to just kind of throw ourselves into that. We cannot save ourselves from sin and death. Yet such disciplines exercised during Lent or at any time of the year can help tear away at what is distracting us, holding us back from spiritual growth and peace. These disciplines can help free us to love God and others as ourselves. Performed in faith, offered from a repentant heart, a heart that knows it needs living water to be saved. The Holy Spirit can refresh and renew us. It's not about superstition. These disciplines do not bring us any good luck. Life can and likely will remain hard. They cannot make God love us more than God already does, as evident in Jesus' sacrifice and death. God's love cannot be bought by money or effort. We might like to remember what is written in the first epistle of Paul to Timothy. Have nothing to do with profane myths and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself in godliness. For while physical training is of some value, godliness is valuable in every way, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Train yourself in godliness. Thirty years ago, this very week, I re-entered the church. It was Lent back then, too. In facing violence, loss, and death, I'd become separated from life in the church. While doubting myself, doubting others, and perhaps most especially, doubting God. The pain of life is a heavy burden. Healthy and supportive relationships can be hard to find, never mind maintain. As I came to a crisis point in my life, I found I had a choice to make. Do I dare trust in what Jesus promised? That an abundant life could be mine, even as it might remain difficult? Or do I choose another way, my own way, which had thus far only led me into deeper darkness? In a desperate prayer, I turned to God, and I basically challenged God to show me what he had, what Christ could do. And it was in that moment, just a moment of prayer, while walking my dog, Falstaff, during the dark of night, I began to see the light in a new way. Lent and its disciplines were not a burden. They would become my way home. Instead of isolating, I joined others in worship and Bible study. 
I turn to God in prayer and turn to those people called church to confess my sin, to humbly seek their help and learn from their example. In fasting, I sought to, in some small way, offer up my thanksgiving for what God had done for me in Christ. Now, I didn't have to fast or publicly confess my sin, but it proved for me a healing medicine to do so. It somehow made what Christ had done more concrete for me. And instead of listening to what the darkness had to say about me, I started to listen to what the Lord says and trust in it, or at least try to. For God knitted me together in my mother's womb. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139. Why, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not. You are of more value than many sparrows. Luke chapter 12, verse 7. Now, there are many, many more scriptural examples of God's love. You see, God doesn't make junk. And God has created me and each one of you in order to somehow bless the world. With all that I had done and left undone, whatever your case might be and wherever you might find yourself on your spiritual journey, we are not condemned to death. God is not done with us. Instead, we are asked to choose life, choose Jesus, to believe in and try to follow him as best we can. For Jesus didn't die for just anyone. He died for you, for me, for all. Jesus believes who we are and what we can offer the world is valuable. And it is Jesus who invites us, repent and hear the good news. Come, taste and see. An old song of that time period urged us, secure yourself to heaven Hold on tight, the night has come. Fasten up your earthly burdens. You have just begun. Night is here. Darkness might surround us. Still, we have just begun. God, in some ways, is only getting started. We have been chosen for something greater than we can imagine, and our earthly burdens will pass. For it is Jesus who has declared, all things work for the good of those that love God. Our suffering and our sin, even our death, will all be turned on its head so that God's glory will be made clear to us and the world. Lent is only one more rallying cry of many. Hold on tight. The night has come, but God is awake. We may enter our daily spiritual battle unafraid, using the weapons, the disciplines given us to cooperate with God's grace in faith. We are saved if only we dare believe. And even there, when we struggle to trust, the Holy Spirit waits with loving longing to help us, to guide us, and to welcome us home. May the Spirit bless you in and through your struggles. Amen. Please rise as you're able.
Into your hands I commend my spirit. Into your hands I commend my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. Into your hands I commend my spirit. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Into your hands I commend my spirit. Guide us waking, O Lord, and guard us sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep we may rest in peace. Now, Lord, we have assured the world of peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people. A light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people to Israel. Guide us to safety, Lord, and guard us to sleep, that at awake we may walk with Christ, and at sleep we may rest in peace. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Visit to my heart. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your hands. In righteousness I shall see you. When I awake, your presence will give me joy. Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks for the day, especially the good we were permitted to give and receive. The day is now past, and we commit it to you. We entrust to you the night. We rest securely. For you are our help, and you neither slumber or sleep. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us pray together as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us on. Bless the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Almighty and merciful God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless, preserve, and keep us this night and forevermore. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> To learn more about Christ Lutheran Church, where I serve as associate pastor, please visit us at christ-lutheran-church.org. All opinions on this podcast and my written blog are my own, but if you have any questions about anything I've posted or ideas for a future podcast, please write me at twopennyblog at gmail.com. Twopennyblog is spelt out. I'd love to hear from you. To learn more about my work with the Theology on Tap program called Three Priests Walk in a Bar, visit us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Three Priests. 
That's spelled out with no spaces as well. Now, for the legalese. Unless otherwise indicated, all scripture quotations for any of my posts or podcasts are from the New Revised Standard Version translation of the Bible, also known as the NRSV. This podcast is copyright 2022 by the Reverend Louis Florio. All content not held under another's copyright may not be used without permission of the author.